Hey folks, welcome back to this week's episode, episode 37 of Talking Dairy City, with myself and Kevin McGoggin as usual, and we're uh, grateful to have Kevin Deary, Dairy City legend, current institute manager, along with us today, give us a wee bit of insight on the all things institute and all things Dairy City. <laughs> welcome to Thanks the show. Hey. Thanks for asking me down. Um, Halloween day, I was expecting bad traffic here, but no, we weren't too bad. Um, it's more Simon's directions that your problem was. I've seen Patrick Sampson complaining about traffic on roadworks. He's going, oh God, they're asking me down beside the Bay Road in a day like this. No, but thankfully it was all right there coming down from Craigan. That's sad when you get the directions like, and you're able to follow them <laughs> easy enough. Like, it's, you know. <laughs> Same with Cadillac Bolden. You haven't even told me it was on there. <laughs> one job. I, that's what I had to do every, every week, two years. Yeah. It's, a, it's a disaster. Well, no, well, I suppose we, there's only one way to start, and that's, that's the Institute. It was a, a, like he's been flying flying this season, and it was a, a bad result the weekend, obviously. It didn't, didn't go your way, and ah. it, was, it was a big game as well. Two welders out, they, they prove no. a point after the last game at the Brandy. 100%. Was, so. There's definitely been a good bit of growth. Um, but on the playing staff, no, we did keep we kept probably fifty percent of last year's squad, maybe more. And when we were going after young, we wanted young players hungry to sort of use it as a platform. And what we sort of what I done before was go after young players who feel that they could do institute as a a platform to step on and do bigger and better things in their career. And now they were starting to bear the fruits yet. They're starting to really suss the league out, and they're playing well. Even the game at the weekend there, we we dominated the whole first half with four or five really good chances. Only go one one nil up, down to ten men after thirty minutes, and then we have a big penalty in the sixtieth minute. They go two up, crashed off the bar, and you can see they get a left. So the next eight or ten minutes, it was they got at us and they got a few corners and scored from them, and then we we're deflated a wee bit. So it's all it's all about learning. And, and listen, we know we have a big game against Portadown this week, so. It'll be growth in terms of if the defence set pieces better. We don't have to play much better than we did. No. We just have the defence set pieces better. Oh, you must be like delighted with the way they, they played for a lot of boys. Just their first, uh, you know, ah, foreign like like senior football, like and they're, they're uh, punching above their weight. Ah, well, it's really refreshing. No, this is this is what I said about Institute a few times. I don't think our budget's great. Damn, um, the whole the whole squad's there. They try and improve their career and use it as a platform. And if they get something bigger and better, they're going to take that. I understand that. Um. I don't think our budget's anywhere near the top five or six in the league. And, and then you have the bottom six who are probably scraping off a similar sort of budget as we are. So, no, we're, we're delighted the way the way it's going. Um, but with me, me and Mo and Niall Grace coming on now, we're, we're competitors. Um, we're not we're not happy to just fall in there and f- finish top three or four. We want to we try and stay with Dundell and pour it down. And obviously, Welders now have pegged us back three points at the weekend, so they'll be coming more. But we want to stay in amongst that and try and compete with Emmons and, and push on this season. That's a big, big thing. I know years before at the Institute, you had the power a couple of times. Mm. It was just getting that uh, over the line and just trying to, to, to uh, get them back up. Yeah, as I said to you that last time, I probably took it too personal myself. Um, deflate it, defeat it. But I was actually, when you reflect, it was you're doing quite well. No, I, I had you no one, as a player. I was. I had no, <laughs> had no one around me. They just go right. No, let's step back. I know Bill was there and he was telling me you're doing a great job mm. and all that. But when I look back and reflect, you're young and you're hungry and you think right, you could jump on to another job now and things will go really well there. But I went on as assistant a couple of times and it probably isn't. Not, not, not. It didn't work out the way I thought it would have been. I stayed loyal to Jerry Little down in Sligo. Um, he was promised a new deal. Um. Didn't, didn't give it to him, so I felt as if, if that's what's happening there, I'm not going to be part of it, and just went away with Jared. So, listen, it was another decision. They asked me to take the Dundalk game, which would have been the last game of the season. I said, no, not after mm-hmm. what I've seen. And that's the type of character I am. And then mm-hmm. I went down with Dickie at Derry, and things didn't, the first season, a great season, then COVID, and things didn't go the way we planned. But um, big learning curve for me in that, in that role, and, and I feel I'm a far better person and coach now from that. You, you seem even from at the sidelines and the way you sort of conduct yourself as manager now. Though you, you seem a lot more mature and confident in your in yourself as a manager. Like, I will. That be listen, fair. I, it is. I um just a lot more settled and me me fighting with the other sidelines. Probably not going <laughs> to probably not going to help a result. No, but it's not even for entertainment. I think it's down to me being a competitor yeah. and and it's also Emmons with my mentality always. Um, and listen, I'm calmer now and I sort of can smirk off a stupid comment and things like that and it's just by, by maturing and, and realising it's not always the answer to be hot-headed and, and, uh, and I still don't know like I, and that transfers on the players surely, yeah. I, the, player, the players have been great um, they're, they're good competitors as well I feel that's what we need to try and get back on the football a lot more 
Yeah. No, them three points at the weekend, no, it mm. means everything. They, they, they did our generation, yeah. no, used to affect our weeks. And then you see the news break on Marcus Rashford. And this is the top level, like, mm. um, and then you can see why that's that jobs, you no, know, Manchester United jobs drain so many managers. Like, this is about that you punch your hoops on, give them 350, 400 grand a week. Right, and he, um, after a Derby defeat this. Uh, Derby hiding. I'm, hiding I'm from Manchester. Yeah, nothing yeah. more than getting yeah. a hiding no. because <laughs> we're, we're miles off them. And hence being the reason Pep Guardiola's changed everything about mm. that football club. And until that happens in Manchester United, it's a long road back. Mm. Unfortunately for me and you. <laughs> exactly. We could talk all day about Man United. It's toxic at the moment. Like. But it, it all mm. relates to the same sort uh, of thing. Uh, like, no. Mo's been a big help to you because I know haven't spoke to him. He's sort of saying, you know, we things that mm. he's been chatting to you about, and you should sort Good of pick on. Here, brilliant. Um, Mo, Mo, Mo can Mo has strengths that I don't have. Um, no, like, and I have strengths that he doesn't have, and and we're a good wee team. People think me and Mo stranger in the night, <laughs> but he's actually he's actually a younger cousin of mine. Oh, is Aye, it? so well, not well. many people know is um, Mo's mother and my mother's sisters. Like, right. so uh, he's a younger cousin and grew up, you know. And he's company a lot in that, and he's he's, he's carved his own wee career with Derry City underage, and and I've seen him work on my young people, and I think he's excellent. Hence being the reason why I, I sort of would lo- I would love them to come in. Now it wasn't plain sailing getting them. Um, the institute had already his move wasn't sure if he wanted to come in, so we're delighted that the way it's been going, and um, we've just went down and really treated the players with utmost respect, and just been been upfront and honest with them, and um, what we're looking to do, and. And sort of keeping it really black and white too. Um, work hard, um, enjoy the training, have a nice environment, and and it's worked so far. But we definitely feel like January now. We we'll, we feel as if we need to add a wee bit of experience, mm. um, just to try and help the young boys because the same voices me and Mo all the time, all the time trying to drive it, which is our jobs. But within the group, sometimes they have to find, um, they have to find a way. Sometimes. Like like some of the talent you've got there, some uh, of the guys on loan from Derry, like the you uh, see Liam Mullen, like it's been fantastic. Uh, it has. Uh, you know, there's, there's some excellent young talent, uh, but technically good, and that's where the way you want your teams well, to be too. Uh, I always think back to me and even up to watch uh, Northern Ireland match mind that. Northern football is um passable, quite sharp, but for spaces mm. they exploit and there's spaces on behind and you can play passes and runners and, and getting people forward. I love sharp playing. Mm. No, really on the front foot and um fifteen and twenty passes and no, it's alright when you're leading in a game, two and three no, but whenever you're taking the game to a team, fifteen and twenty passes in your own half, the t- teams in the championship mm. are just content. They sit on and go, right, so you aren't going nowhere. Mm. So my thing is being penetrative, um, good players who have an eye for that forward pass. Mm. Not not aimless, but as we say, Liam Mullen is a fantastic passing range. Sean Carlin, brilliant in a half turn, driving at defences. Tiernan's a 1v1 player, McKinney, who's only getting better and needed this needed this move to the Institute for his career. Young Kurt from Glen Torn is um he, he had a spell with lock goal last year. Yeah. Probably started a couple of games and then got out of the team, but um, feel we play the city style um, mm. on the front foot, making runs, finding through balls. So no, they can great young Mark and Bullies had a fantastic start. Um, now obviously young players are going to come up and down. We know that we've we've spoke to Mark about it. He has to stay weight, work hard, get back in and take his chance again. And mm. and as you see, Michael Harris is really coming to party now as well. Definitely. And hence being big Leps and Shane Boyle, Dallin King, Wee Japper, and all they've been great as well. The yeah. whole squad's been brilliant. Yeah. And I think we've made five subs and. Every game, bar one, I'm nearly sure that's a so that's a stat. That's like been the squad in the group, um, and 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 it's and it's it's refreshing that sometimes we're dragging them off a training pitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, we are like we're last year. No, we're not say too much, but <laughs> no. people ducking to get out of training. But this right. year, like um, myself, Mo, and Niall, saying boys, that's enough. No, and they're looking to stay on for the extra Just half hour it. and all that. Mm. Enjoying a bit refreshing. Eh? Just getting back that trip where he says we're up watching the match. This mm. is the this is the, the, the absolute funny moment in that game was he was up as a suit manager watching Alexa Nile, Grace, Shane McGinty. They were all playing for Northern Ireland Select against Derry City. Jimmy McIntyre. Yeah. I think there were two things that stood out. One, Nicholas Vemelin had Shane McGinty a couple of times. This man had to be told to sit down. He really <laughs> jumped the fence and get at Nicholas Vemelin. And then Probably the because second, Shane scored 20 exactly, goals for them and exactly. we were going for a league. He was flying <laughs> through. <laughs> and then the second bit was are mag enough, and I think it might have been Barry Mike. We hear it was Mudfield uh, playing, they're all playing one two, and he was sitting like a cage. I'm going, 
played forward, <laughs> played forward, played. Well, and then he shouted. He literally shouted, "Played forward!" I went, "Here's a, you can't that's be shouting, <laughs> playing forward, not, not your team." team. <laughs> yeah. But that's but that tells you exactly, uh, exactly you're what you're saying. Ah, well, listen, I think I'm Dave, and you see when he plays Patrick McIlhenny, like you know, let's. Patrick Macklin, he's not a soup player, no, no. and he won't just he keep the ball. Risk. That's he what we've been saying. Risk, and that's, yeah. that's all I mean. Pick risk for your passing. Mm. Rory as a player would have done the same. Yeah. Rory was in a short game, man. Like, and he's even thinking back to myself as a player. Like, I would have tried to drive on this fist and slip someone in rather than yeah. just go fullback. Now, don't get me wrong, we have fullback a load of times. <laughs> but I was under pressure. I'm never going to pass a look. But my general play was being yeah. forceful and trying to force a situation and play forward and try and cut a back four open or back five, whatever it is. But is that going to like say there's so much at, at stake over a game or over uh, a league campaign or whatever? The pressure's on. Like, you, you, do mm. the players sort of go on that shell we in terms of taking those risks? Is that no? How I do don't you... think it is because I'm thinking back a couple of times we were going for for league titles mm. and you no, know, I don't think that only battering teams will have won. We, mm. we we were fast with Farns, with Gary Beckett. It was under him, Kieran Martin running off him. No, mm. we were a forceful team. No, yeah. that done to get out the way they party, Kelly and Brennan. No. With good players, and we were forcing the game on the teams all the time. It wasn't like slow build up and mm. 20 passes. We were, we were, we were, as you say, we were like a bit like caged animals trying to just mm. treat the brand well as a fortress and, and go for the juggler with good players that can handle the ball. But when I try and take the game to teams, is there times you have obviously seen there this season? Have you been frustrated like a lot, a lot of fans with it? Keeping possession, just not like your side of going at it, maybe at times. Well, well I, feel, I don't feel it as really style. Like, no, no, I feel like Sandy is all technical players, so it's mm. easy to go. And there they do dominate games and they create lots of chances. So they only there's only been one or two slight performances where you're going, right, come on, someone grab a hot this here. And I think, I think Fat seems to be that one when he plays, yeah. he does force a, force a play a bit. But the only time I was frustrated really watching was the Slago game. Um, away from home I watched it and watched LOA that was the game that frustrated me the most and um, it's a big learning curve for Derry this year that after that Rovers game they were actually excellent it was mm. such a game hey, and, and it was unfortunate they didn't get the points but they should have used that as a catalyst they go on a run in one games coming under a running and then and as, as Rory and everyone will tell you at least they, they lost the league going out the right way but um, since that since that Slago performance, it's been a wee bit deflating, and obviously Rovers dropping points. I think Subconsciously, I'm yeah. late in as players and groups are going. What, a, what an opportunity we missed there! Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I, even even after the Shamrock Rovers game, the way that sort of punished the one, he's the late the sent off and the late goal penalty. Aye. Like it was just they probably thought that was their chance because they, they, you know they but, get a uh, they get a wee late. Inside it wasn't really. It was a week later. It was a week later. A week later like, was a massive opportunity. Mm. No one seen Rovers. They dropped points in, in UCD, yeah. and that was a big opportunity missed. Um, so no, there's lessons learned. Um, I'm sure Rory will be in his recruitment now, looking for them types mm. of characters and personnel mm. we're speaking about. I think that's the thing he's going to go on his recruitment now, looking for characters. Maybe a couple of league winners or Shamrock Rovers. Who knows? Well, that's right. But that's uh, right. I think people that know how they won the league and have been involved in run-ins um, will definitely help that group of players that he has because he's a fantastic group of mm. players. Mm. It's just well, like what's been missing everybody with sort of watching from the sidelines as as a, as a striker out and out striker uh, that they've been lacking big time because as you said uh, they're creating chances. Uh, just nobody putting them in uh, the back of the net and sick. they've been linked with as you uh, mentioned. Uh, and, and, and Rory Gaffney, which would be uh, outstanding. Certainly, we feel a, a number nine has been the problem, but for me, always like if you get a man that scores 18 or, 18 or 20, man, as a man, like I don't know if anyone's got anywhere near them numbers for Darius here. No. Highly doubt it. So no. if they can get a man that gets 18 or 20, but Rory will still not depend on that. Like I know mm. his style of play, and everyone should be chipping in. Everyone should be chipping in. Um, he'll have all the, all the goals for. And against Collins recorded, they'll know what he needs. They try and challenge for a league. And it's as simple as that. Like maybe an R few goals for probably would get them over the line. So uh, I they yeah. might need an eighteen or twenty man and it's getting that right man that, that has that one mentality as well. But as you just alluded there, although you you set the bar a couple of years mm. in 05 and 06, uh, but you had goal scores for the team. It's uh, not just you can't just depend I think that's a big thing for Derry City, not to fall into that mindset. All right, we can get a man and big number nine that's so effective. Yeah, he'd rather be effective everywhere, mm. but he can still chip on my goals. And then you've got your Mickey Duffy's, you've got your Wall Patchens, all them boys have to be hitting double figures for you as well. They 
they really catch this Rovers team. So there's quite a few that needs to add numbers that are that that are, that are games and get more goals. And I think everyone will be targeting that in pre season this year. What do you think of the sort of the standard a lot of people are talking about now? You know, obviously Rovers this year have came back to the the, the chasing pack from your time of playing. You know, people are always alluding to who we get on that team now. Who we get? You know, I know you don't like Aye. to go back, but what Aye. do you feel the standard? You've seen it yourself. Aye, well, like, listen, I think there is some footballers like thinking about patching Mac and us no they're all brilliant footballers so I would never compare our oh, teams yeah, against yeah. their teams what I feel the league definitely has now is the academies are in a much better place the younger players coming under the first team are really exciting so I think I think that could be an avenue for Derry as well those guys are two or three coming through out of the academy that might surprise everyone and a bit of trust in them mm. give them a rattle give them a rattle know what I mean especially mm. like I know Derry's probably fighting for her. Can they get on the second this week, guys? Still, or is, well, they're they're, they're drawing they're second at the moment. They're draw does them basically stay second. I second place, but we'll be refreshing if we threw a couple of young lads at it. All right, no, we'll, we'll be. Uh, uh, but he probably won't because he's, he wants to finish as high up a league table as we want. But certainly in pre-season, I'll be looking at a couple of young lads, you no, know, coming in around the fold again and and, and being might might be refreshing for the group as well. Yeah. Didn't have to be always going out and getting. Um, these these big experienced players bring a couple of ones and get some of the young lads up definitely. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say about about the academy with with John Quigmore mm-hmm. chatting about it there a couple of weeks ago. Just about I suppose players like there's not that many of them making that ah. that step up ah. now under the first team because there's so much at stake. They have to like as the fans they, they go and won the, mm-hmm. the league title now, so it's not that easy for everybody to go. Ah. As you say, fire no, these I guys on their own proven and ah. and senior senior football, you know that sort but, of way. But but even. I know Rovers are showing the league up and that like, mm. but they have a lot of young players around the group, and I'm not saying Derry. Well, yeah, Rovers yeah. have a massive academy as well, and invested a lot on it. But sometimes it's refreshing to get a couple of young boys to buy, you know, like come mm. in and show a couple of experience boys. It can mm. be a young man's game at times, like, and, that's, that's and it can be like. Um, and I find that uh, with some of our boys, and I'm talking different levels here, mm. but our young boys have come in and shown experience boys. It, it can be a young man's game at times. Running power, mm. no, that that agility, and just that no fear. Yeah, going after p- teams and trying to win. So it'll be refreshing to see what Bray does in um in the off season. But it's for me, there will be up challenging next year again. It's just as we say, you no, know, getting the right two or three people around the group, and maybe giving a couple of young boys a go. Mm. I love it. like obviously with the plans of the brand about two, the new Stanton, uh, the, the nice. terrace like that. That's all uh, going to add the uh, match yeah. day experience to you. It's going to affect the players, doesn't it? hundred percent. Um I think Derry's home form's been absolutely immense this year, mm. hasn't it really? Like um couple of wee blips, but you expect that and then once this new stand goes up behind the goal it'll be it'll be it'll be a brilliant asset for, for Rory and the team like um three full stands hopefully and, and going at teams in the brand they will and, and that pitch left it in a nice grass pitch down. There you go. Oh, yeah. um, and we're on the There's a man playing one twos. He just sounds <laughs> up perfectly. Somebody Simon was saying there was there was an email brought on about about the pitch. Mm. You know it yourself. You've played on it, you've now managed uh, the team on it. you would take it out. Basically, he, if if you could, if you could oh, click yeah. your fingers, I, I think it was, when I played on, I was about two stone overweight and playing for the legends. Like so, <laughs> you know what that I mean. Time, but not talk about that. I was, no, I would have been your... sore no matter if it had me in a grass pitch or anything. Because uh, my joints and my knees and my thing were really at me. Like so, I wouldn't compare me. No, but I agree with you. Um, it's it's not it's not it's not a good it's not a good surface on a dry, especially on a dry day. And and there's it's it's actually the one that. Gushes through that greyhound track as well. It's uh, just probably, drives a pitch uh, out. It's, it's disaster, hey. But not a the four G surface isn't for me to be honest. And back there, good grass pitch and, and and try and get facilities elsewhere where we can rent out the public right. and let the brand well have that special field there again. So we might put you in a spot, like. But uh, just just a uh, the question from one of our listeners was saying about because the, the FAA had said before that it's unlikely that that pitch is going to be uh, deemed. Uh, you know, European, uh, European, European for, standards. You know, beyond uh, two thousand twenty-three. Uh, you haven't heard nothing in the grapevine about no. in terms of any uh, upgrades because if that's the case, then mm. then obviously it's something they have to look at. I've, I've heard nothing. I'm sure. Mm. I'm sure they'll be asking FIFA to write that, and, <laughs> and uh, will be on the Forbes and get get letters from FIFA head of Pipper here to get the <laughs> pitch wrapped up. But no, certainly. Um, 
even even some of the other forgies that we went up to solitude there a lot of weeks ago we we stood and the, the shortness of it and you no know, the the actual the length of it and all is much smaller and flatter. Welders is, is a new patch Welders too. Welders is very good. Uh, as what's well. that like? You know, what's a new no, one? No, it's very good. Mm. And I, I know Coraline's is half, half notch as well. So, listen, we love a good grass patch and they're the best, but I feel Derry's 3G is just on a, on a dry day. It's dry mm. and it, it's very awkward and you can't judge balls and bounces and all. So, it's definitely a strange 4G surface. Now, it looks apart, but they play on, it's definitely not. Mm. The irony of that question coming mm. after the cork match at Turner's Cross at Ireland Game, and it was like a, uh, <laughs> like a, a mud heap. Uh, uh, yeah. so, but uh, the, you know, the grass pitches, we all have the problems mm. with grass pitches but too. But even, even yeah. looking at the dairy performance, as we said, mm. no, it was sluggish and mm. lethargic in the first half. And really, I've seen again, if you get back to the basics, no, yeah. sometimes it's a basics. This team here are really not, yeah. no one needs to get back to the same, being forceful, landing second balls, playing the front foot, aggression. And you see we're running boys as goal now. <laughs> That's just forcing the game onto that position mm-hmm. and, and you're right back stepping up and getting these a point. So that, that has to that has to come into effect from the start of next year with mm-hmm. with that group definitely. Mm-hmm. But just like touch again on, on the academy sort of thing, yeah. but but even like that relationship you have with with Rory, mm-hmm. Derry City have mm-hmm. with Stuart now, mm-hmm. is that is that like a pathway I, like for, I, for I, the you've already seen it, but I, I think, to get I, I think it could be a tremendous pathway mm-hmm. if we stay competitive in the top end of the championship pushing to try and get under mm-hmm. the Irish brand. I think if, if, if Stuart were able to get a bit of funding, get a bit of backing from somewhere, push under the Irish Premiership and then sort of collaborate and young players getting mm-hmm. that because you're playing Sorry, the same kind of football as well. Getting experience in the yeah. Irish Premiership. Um, now, I'm sure there have some players that could go there. Young players now that mm. could go and play in the Irish Premiership. So it's a big motivation for me to try and get straight to the Premier Division mm. and then and, and dialogue at them with Derry and see if there's any top young players who, who need that their um, experience in the Irish Prem and come back with Derry and help them as well. It would be brilliant. It would be but some will work really well for both parties. Obviously, he's, he's like to play that same kind of football, obviously, a different standard, different ah, leagues, that, 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 but, but still being able ah, to play that kind of football. Ah, is going and, to yeah, and listen, a few years ago, this would have been definitely more realistic when Derry's aim was probably fourth and all, but we know yeah. now their, their target is like we're going to have to Shamrock over. So uh, that's going to be that's going to be a, a big ask for young players come back yeah. to that. So. Young players will need to go out and play and get exposed to that senior element with three points is everything and boys look like elbow you in the back of head and all that. Well, well a bit of kiss in the championship. The and highlights. I think that's something Liam Mullen as well yeah. coming to us will help him along them. Mm. There's boys no like they're nowhere near the level him, but they're willing to kick him right. every week and upset him and we have a young lad who stacks up things on Oshin and Liam Mullen. So there's, we have some really good midfielders and I'm gonna have course we've up but we have boys that can hit as well and and I think that's been our big surprise to teams. They think they're coming to Bolly as I, but the young boys love it. Right, and they keep coming back for more. So no, I would love to grow the relationship with Stuart and Derry more. Mm. And it'll, 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 it would favour Anster Stuart so much. But in terms of the young players, it would be brilliant for them long term in their career. Right? Well, the prime, the prime example is Kieran Harkin. Ah, Jack, it ah. came to you. Got his move in the Korean ah, and now he's back, back, back at Derry. So it is playing. Yeah. You know, it is happening. Ah, there's been a few. I know Niall Bruce came on there here in Bungie Derry, but I mind us going on him. We were searching for local talent, and Niall was up at Cliftonville at the time, and I, and I knew he was a competitor, and he went to one. Now, a couple of bad injuries, then, but I spoke to Dickie and Paddy about him and saying, like, this is the types mm. of characters we need. Uh, went with them, it wasn't they be like we didn't end up bringing them in. But we, as Institute, my last time, we had, we had a lot of players who I, Stevie O'Donnell, yeah. Niall Bruce, Aaron Hartman. Both know young Jackie and Jarvis moved on, so there's been a lot of that. Uh, Mickey McCrudden, no, there's a lot of players there, no, that just need exposed to that senior football and then they can push on their careers and down the line they could come back to Derry. And no, yeah. if it's not to be now, but if they get exposed to that first team senior football element early and, and they can grow like the wee Jackies and all, no, it'll only be good for Derry in the long run, then. And your point of view too, there's a way when you were on, obviously, the last time we 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 take him, whatever. Obviously, it didn't work out what you had wanted, and aye. you know it took you time to get back at it. You you aye. felt a wee bit sort of disappointed. It was, and... aye, it was a strange one because it's always harder to get back on when you're out. Like mm. it's so hard to get back into the game when you're out. Why, and why it is wasn't that in terms of in just, terms of just job once you're out, uh, just when or, you're out of a job yeah. and you're applying for jobs and you haven't been on. My last role was Derry on twenty twenty one. I think mm. I finished no that mm. pre season, and it took me a day. Now they watch 
2023, so nearly so two long. years trying to get, and I wasn't for the want to try and number of interviews and all, and um, getting down the last two or three in interviews and not getting a job, so um, it's, it's, it's always better when you're in the game, showing what you can do, and then mm. obviously t- people take notice of more rather than when you're out trying to get back in was really difficult, um, a couple of couple of near opportunities but didn't materialise but I'm glad to be back in now and mm. showing people that I can still coach and I'm still a good coach and I'm hungry they won and that's mm. all that's all I've ever been guilty of doing yeah. being hungry they won <laughs> mm. uh, I'm not everyone's cup of tea but sure I am who I am do you know what I mean well obviously it works like that but it's in, t- in terms of that that sort of period at the ICD on the under ah. what, what do you think went, went wrong because it was like everything you know, <laughs> But, but it was just like you that's impossible. They sort of they, COVID they a lot to do it. Um, I don't think uh, I'm not going too much in there, but I don't think the dynamic of the coaching staff in the end up was phenomenal. <laughs> Myself, Paddy, Murray, and Dick. Whatever way, it didn't work. Um, went well the first year, and then things fell apart in the second year, and it was the club decided then that. They were cutting back, you know. They were cost cutting, and, and um, they seen me not being part of that. So they, they, um, I, I left it, or well, it was mutual agreement. I moved on. That was it. Did you obviously feel hurt, you know? Because oh, as you say, well, the coaching staff you still do, stayed. You, you feel hurt because you're only human, Kevin. Um, it's the same when I was a player under Roddy Collins. I knew I was mm. struggling with injuries and all that, like. But um, they gave the service that they did. And they be treated the way you were. No, there's ways to handle things for me. And and now that was as a player. This time there, they were great. They just felt as if they were cost cutting. Um, Mike, I wasn't. I was in contracted, so it was just like a rolling year and year. And to be fair, no, it was coming up to Christmas. Jennifer's father was really sick at the time, so there was a lot going on in my life personally. Um, and even on the day, a few months later, it was it was a atrocious time for us. So no, there they were great in terms of. They looked after me financially that they wouldn't see me stuck for Christmas and that and they done that was that was a good gesture from them but still disappointed that they didn't see me to be part of the re season and going again. So awesome. I'm sure I'm sure Deggy as well too mm. was sort of thinking when as you say that uh, the, the, the it was uh, cut or uh, the purse strings were I think Deggy's <laughs> a man to answer the questions because I wasn't uh, really any of the meetings or nothing. I just I just went and spoke to them and they plead for me. No, I don't like that. Then they say that what I've been doing, what I'm trying to do, I'm still hungry to be here and all that. But listen, the decision was on mine. They wanted to, they wanted to cost cut, and they felt that going a different direction without me was probably the best thing. So, um, that that that's the way it ended. So that was up. Were you surprised when when Murray got the job? Yeah. No, 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 not one bit. No, um, I think what happened it was a deggy, and there was the, the next season. Then after I've left in November time, or. I was told um, there's no future here. Um, didn't start great, didn't they not? They no. were six or seven six, games. Yeah. Six or seven games we won. So I think that sort of would have rushed the board's decision to try and go. And once they spoke to Rory and he said he was available, I think I would have. He would have. He would have went after him because Fulham mm. has a big opinion on Rory, and, and he's done a great job since he's went on. And mm. also getting like there's a couple of job offers as well too from from across the water yeah. too because he's doing that well, such a good uh, job in that first exactly, season one yeah. in the cup as well too. So it's uh, it's I suppose as a manager that gives uh, you a wee bit of, of hope that you know that you can go further uh, afield yeah, in this that's, job. That's always it's always mm. your aim. Like even though I'm on my institute now, you know, I I have, I have aspirations of trying to do the best I can. It's, mm. There's no secret. Yeah, it's everyone's it's everyone's driving football. No matter what, player, 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 coach, player, coach yeah. anyone. Um, I've seen um, loads of managers do it, and, uh, and I'm sure there'll be loads more. Uh, but I feel that I can add something to every group. And, and now, as you said earlier, <laughs> about camera, a bit more methodical, <laughs> a bit more methodical. I might be a wee bit more. I might be a bit more attractive to certain chairmen and owners uh, now rather than that there. Back when I was manager, stood the last time, wasn't it? Well, that's the way you were like as a player. You by me saying we were hard headed, and you don't, you just, it was just that one of mentality. You don't want to lose uh, a match. No, I was hard. I hit it. Listen, it's, it's good. I think we're all the same clock. See, losing games, hey, drives you, drives you insane. Like, no, the highs are nowhere near the lows. <laughs> so it's good to feel that way. You high for a half an hour, 45 minutes, but in terms of when you're big, like, it's, it's dark days, like, and 
that's the way I've always been and still am. But the older you get, the more. Uh, I even thinking about that. I mean, me and Dickie, this is when, when I was on a day last time. I think we're the first they lose the fun hurts or something. That's right. Me and him are sitting down a key having a coffee. I know the next day, and I swear we were hanging our heads in shame, like as if you know, we, we nearly murdered <laughs> someone. Like, <laughs> no, that's how you feel. It was gut wrenching, like, but uh, we, we we lost the. I think it was a game up in Bally Buffet, mind, and we didn't show up. And I think we lost one nil or something. And I the next morning we met, and oh, it was a dark day, but. Just met that much days, like no, for the dairy people. Because, uh, uh, because you're from here, but it's uh, it's about our own people as well. You about, it? <laughs> it's about our own people as well, and trying to give them that joyful feeling and, that, yeah. and pushing on and that. So, no, there's been dark days with the feats, that's for sure. Uh, and that's mean? not the bad you must when you're out here. Ah, you were there was talk of you possibly coming mm. on the 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 Rory sort of background team at one stage there. But it's one of them where. As Simon alluded earlier, you both sort of see ADA and the way you want to play, so you could work together. So it's all maybe down the line, and yeah. it doesn't work out or this do time. Or do you need a dissenting voice like somebody who's got a wee bit of a different opinion? As another two, I think I think that's definitely the case. Yeah. Like um, no, I'm not saying no one has a different opinion, but um, I think that I see the game away. Really, sees it. We're both competitors. We're both one on one, but sometimes. Like even when me and Mo now, for instance, Mo's not afraid to kill me. Do you? Yeah. Get yourself on you but you're 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 strapping, you're being a bit gacky when the team needs you, you know. Mm. And and I think I think that's massive, like you no know, seeing the right subs and the right time and also you no, know, I'm sure Rui has good men. Paddy's a brilliant man. I work with Paddy at Institute, done a fantastic job at Cliftonville, so he's a good backroom team there. There's, there's no doubt about that. Connor Oakley's a good young coach, so I'm sure Rory feels the balance is right at the minute. And um he's got good staff around him, so I don't know I don't I don't know who I'm happy where uh, I want to compete and I want to push on in my career, there's no doubt about that. And um, hopefully it's with Stuart getting the Irish Premiership. And in, in, in terms of, of, of Derry and, and your career in Derry, like, and, and mm. obviously there's a big difference between a coach and a manager and a, and a player. Like, but but like, would, obviously, what do you prefer? You hear Rory saying that he like, like won in these matches and uh, won in the cup was meant more to him as, uh, a, as a manager than it would have won it when he won it as a player. Uh, would that the case for you, or did you miss those playing days? Like, well, I've been a wee bit, I haven't, I haven't as many ones as Rory <laughs> Cups and that as a manager. No, he's managed on the FA Cup. Um, the closest we got as a coach was coaching staff is that League Cup final. Mm. Um, we lost, didn't we? Um, the other times of been beaten two playoffs with Institute back to back as a manager and um we won we won a good intermediate cup mind yeah. against um R two won the league yeah and I but in terms of like, no it but coach in terms of playing that the total relief I got two thousand twelve on the FA Cup like I was I was thinking my career could have been over that year. Um at couple of series and had a one particular knee operation that year. The telestabilizing you called it kept me out for five months like an infection in my knee and all and then I managed to get back for the last six, seven games of the sure. season and um played the whole game, played extra time, captain the team and that feeling I had for that game was the most the best I've ever felt in a game, no one in terms of relief for one and so on for for the work that yeah. I was struggling like I was struggling mm. with injuries and a lot of times operations, clean outs and ease, calf going and they, they managed to get myself back to a condition they play and, and a headspace because then you probably weren't highlighting mental health and yeah. all as much like and, and I was in a dark place when mm. I took an infection in my knee and um they get myself back and, and won the FA Cup that year. It was it was the best feeling I've ever had as a player. Really? Oh, it was immense I uh, best feeling I've ever had. As you just sort of says there about, you know, dark places and whatever like mm. injuries as you injuries say about calves and injuries it was just so many niggling injuries. Uh, oh, many times you must have thought is uh, it worth it? You know uh, what I mean? Hey, you listen know here and you do you do be and Oh, the one thing, Steve, I think Stephen and Dick was managers when times were at the top of my game and all, and they, they treated you properly and all, but there's been managers in, though, that you, like we don't need to go, go on record and talk about that when you are struggling with injuries, you need, like, I even do that now, like, boys need you more then. Yeah. Not that you just push yeah, them aside and, and you treat them like a piece of dirt, like, yeah. I think end days are done, like, you have to look after boys' mental health big time now. And, there's nobody feeling it more, no feeling it worse or feeling really bad than the man that's injured and not yeah. being able to give anything back to the team. And um, 
people people treating people uh, people treating players like that when they're they're down on their knees and and treating them horribly is is, is not for me and I've had my fair few so that's a big that's a big thing I use in the studio job now boys injured in that and need you more and I'll be there for them do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Talk about injuries they said they have their fair share of them is you think that's been like we talked about the muscle link being the number nine or the goals mm-hmm. and, but that's been a, a big aye. sort of that's been, factor and 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 why they've fallen short. Massive players, I big players getting injured, no good. Um, but there again, like no, I would love to know the player welfare side is like no, because mm. that patch can be psychologically damning on a player. Like so, I'm sure Rory could look at that. Like um, like we Jackie's knee and a patch, obviously willing. No, that psychologically, and players are definitely feeling that that might be. A, Coming back from them long term injuries that mm. Chris Patch is a problem like mm. so that doesn't help really as well and, and, and I just want to see him you know like Jackie William return to full fitness yeah, and we know Mickey's had a broken leg freak sort of one like yeah. but there's a lot of bad injuries I and, and sometimes like and Mickey Haggerty's your man to chat to here but yeah. I'm sure that patch definitely doesn't help the, the big cruciate injuries and bad knee injuries that they've suffered. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, like Mark Conley as well too. Mm. Dummy again, these are all mm. guys who, well, Dummy especially probably Aye. didn't really have injuries. Mickey Duffy doesn't really Aye. have too many injuries. It's it was mad, a dumb and then Aye. So it could, it could be, that, I know there's a lot of research done mm. to that. Like, mm. you know, could, could it put players off coming to a, a, a team like that? Well, I think, um, I think it is what it is. It's a good mm. class club there. I still, still think they're a really attractive club. I don't think it'll put players off, but I think there has to be a there has to be a plan to get a new patch down. No, and I'm not. I'm, it might be another forward. Like I'm, this is me just thinking. It yeah. might be a top range four G yeah. that's flat and all, or a hybrid or something. Uh, no, like yeah. them ones we spoke about in Corey. No, I don't know. The, the sprinkler system too. Sprinkler Corey, system's that's, a big that's one. That's a biggie. Big like one, you know, we were down there on Saturday, and it was uh, five minutes to go. Bang! The whole uh, patch was soaked. What I find, um, sometimes I find players. Alternating from grass to astro, grass to astro. You no, know, one week they're obviously away from home. Like grass pitch training and grass that week, playing on grass and then coming back to astro. Mm. Doesn't have the same you no know, give or surface and all stuff. And you probably will pick up more muscle injuries. Um, definitely change the surface for me w- would be a problem. I would imagine on, yeah. on the body. Like mm, definitely. What, what else in terms of like every constant day sitting what they have to do to get that next yeah. level and next step where he was saying like um you know having that ruthlessness mm. having staying clear of injuries if they can like but what else do you think they need to get the that that x factor that wins the league that the top of shamrock rovers is there much muscle do you think not a way lot mm. honestly there's not a way lot it's been really fine margins again hey um i think two or three proper characters come on that group um and and I think um, Rovers' big thing is that the changes they can make. And again, though, I think if Rory keeps the majority of that squad as three or four real proper top league Ireland players, that if we can pull off, you no, know, um, Gaffney's mm. just talking about Kelly now from Dundalk, you no, know, boys that can hurt teams and run them behind and all. You no, know, I think they'll be in amongst it again. It's just, it's just um, and them finer details. Then, you no, know, Rory's been involved in League One and teams. Mm-hmm. I can't manage to say the same thing myself. I can't. <laughs> um, I fell short quite a few times, <laughs> so I'm not the man to give him advice. But no, in terms of like just, oh, yeah, them, I suppose you know where you, where you went wrong in them. No, like, them, you know, them smaller like, details yeah. and like um, going away to tough venues like Sligo and all. It's not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, getting the right personnel, you feel that the eleven you know that are going to just do hooker by crook, get them points for you. I think that's going to be the the next challenge for him. Well, he's going to have to accept injuries. That's always going to be there. Um, for me, I, and I don't mind telling him really, it's like, and I, and I will tell him when it's at them. No, I think it's just, you're going to pick up injuries. You have to back the next boys coming in. I know it's big injuries, mm-hmm. but uh, people's going to get injured. You have to go with the boys next. They're coming in. They're doing as good as a job. Uh, Start driving that maybe a wee bit more. Yeah. Um, I always reflect back to Stephen Kenny. Like, we never spoke about an injured player. I always, always say about that. <laughs> So the next man coming in, and that's the type of squad they have now. We have they have an elite bunch of players here that who we know we all know mm-hmm. that are massive to that team, but they still have to find a way when they're out. They, they right. get the points, and that's I think right. that'll be the big thing next year. Well, there's so much sort of well behind the scenes from outside looking in at mm-hmm. Rovers. Mm-hmm. Someone just doesn't seem to be right ah, there. Ah. Stephen Bradley, I uh, want to go for five, but that's ah. up to the board. 
which is incredible. Well, must be looking for more investment, Kevin. It's well, it, it doesn't like, add up. He, he feels as if, like what he's working with at the minute. They get five in a row. Derry coming hard after them. He feels that he need, probably needs more investment. Needs better players again. Um, I, I don't know if it's an agent squad, but they've quite a few players. Like we know the keeper's going to go. Um, Ronan Flynn is he talking? We about? are talking uh, about him. He's Jack Nader contract. Jack Nader contract. Four that are tail end of their career, so he probably feels he needs to go and get proper characters and a top caliber of player, and he needs more investment for that. They go for five in a row. But, do you but I'm, hoping, the... I'm hoping that they. <laughs> But it's not just obviously everybody's catching rovers, but you see Damien and Duffet Shelburne with a bit of investment now with Hull. St. Pat seems to be going at it too, you know, if they can win the cup, they're also going to be in Europe anyway because they're going to finish at least third or second. Bows on their deck, you know, there's there's so Dublin as I keep saying it here, Dublin's coming. That's right, it is the attracting thing is Dublin and I'm not sure. I think that they still do their ten best tax years back when you finish playing football. And all. I think I it might be. No, yeah. so it's hard to go for a caliber of player out there. Know that they're going to sit down there and get their yeah, ten probably. best years mm. tax like back yeah. at the end of their career. I'm not sure if it's still a thing, but it's certainly a thing up until a few years ago there. So difficult for Derry, but we're a fantastic city. Um, Brewery's doing a brilliant job, and and he knows players, and he, and he knows the type of player he wants. So. I'm I'm sure they're around around it next year. As I say, it's just finding a way to get. It'll be great to bring that league title here, wouldn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 been, it's eluded us for so long, mm. hey, and too long, isn't it? Ah, it's far too long. It's far too long. Far too long. Ah, it is. Um, but it wasn't for a want to try in a lot of lot mm. of years, like. But you just have to stay on around that, and hopefully, you know, we'll break that monkey someday and get mm. it up here. Do you feel it will be a more competitive league next year because of Alexis and Pats and Shelburne and Derry and, uh, and Rovers? No, it'll not be just will, sure, two, yeah. three teams or uh, two teams. Uh, the last couple of years with the Dock and Cork and Rovers. Pats, Shells, Derry, um, Shamrock Rovers, Bows will be on there now, but I don't think Bows have a luxury of getting you know, like the big budget players. Mm. Like, no, they always have to find on their on their fees we gems. Like, but definitely Derry, Pats, Shells if they get investment and Shamrock Rovers will be a four for me. Yeah. Next year again, pushing on. Sligo always find it difficult. They really jump up the grades and, and have a, a really competitive budget. Uh, it comes down to that at times. Like, no, uh, well, the big need... thing is like Europe and getting Europe for uh, Sasson, they getting the, the money off that. Big time. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what I bring to you on the great. Because uh, uh, <laughs> I can't let you go without that. That's, go, that's <laughs> going in the head. Someone, <laughs> <laughs> what did you score on, mate? I don't even know. Who was it? How are you doing? Says uh, Keir Burton's goals were better. Like. Ah, <laughs> they were. They were. Let's talk about Keir's goals if they have minds. Please. <laughs> but that must have been some buzz because like yeah. you look at the boys playing in Europe this, this year, like and they, they obviously they were going to Kazakhstan, like and mm. you know uh, that must have been a, a total nightmare in terms uh, of logistics. We went like, to Armenia one time as well. That's right. Armenia was a nightmare. Uh, oh, it was horrendous. Hey, trying to get that, uh, but getting back we wouldn't remember all that because John Robertson let us out a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that. Coming, coming back. Oh. I'll leave that to the imagination, definitely. I'll leave that to the imagination. But those memories are, are like, like the best you have in football, I'm sure. Like, you know, obviously, when he won league titles with your hometown club, be unreal. But mm. Europe has. It is, especially when it's, like, the whole city get behind you. Now, in the early stages, the first round, I mean, I was on my decky, that one where we went to um, Lithuania. No. I didn't have the same feel. No, it didn't feel mm. as if people were really wee, like, but. In terms of my time when we went in that room with Stephen and Rory and all was involved in the team, behind you it was special mm. and then Rory done a similar sort of thing this year. You could feel all the city behind them, so I think it's getting through the first round or two, really building the buzz. And, and the, the, the difficult thing was the stadium as well. Let's get that new pitch and let's get another stand and let's just yeah. keep it there and mm. keep going on these runs and hopefully someday we break under group stages. Yeah. I think that'd be massive. Like. Mm. Could have happened this year, like, but... Mm. But it's difficult again having mm-hmm. to go around the town all for oh, that I, game, do you know what I mean? Uh, difficult, difficult for you know, people they really get behind you. Like, do you mind PSG coming to Brandywell? Like, mm-hmm. packed out. Like, no, that feeling of we should have beat them at home. Mm-hmm. And, but McKay, Gluten Kelty. No, what I mean? And Kelly hit the bar. Like, the picturing it out there, a couple, even one will lead the friend. And we give away shotgun goals out there. That's and they crazy. still love you. Like, you talk about that kind uh, of players. Like, we had the boys at Ramsey, they did 2 0. 
clothes I give away. Mm. How disgusting. Uh, yeah. But it was crazy. Yeah. After, <laughs> after the game, I was gutted. Like, because yeah, the clothes were so preventable. But to be honest, I, we didn't create enough on that game. And we couldn't really get into areas. We just had far more piss and powder on us, it felt like. And we didn't get into enough goal-scoring areas. But really, really disappointed the way we went out. And it's but, crazy the way you were chatting there. We didn't get into you're playing PSG, ah, you know what I mean? And it's not even the it's not even the PSG you know, Papi. Ah. Even then, they were still massive. You know what I mean? Ah, you know, so, but you're even talking about bringing it. But the the crazy thing was the belief that fans ah. had going out there, ah. let alone players. Even when they won all down, everybody still go. Doesn't matter. It's not not the brand new. Away you go. We're still this. And you're playing PSG. But that's it. It's just a mindset, and I think that's a big thing. Ruby stood up. He's seen these players go into them games with that mindset. Right, we're we're mm. betting these no matter what here, and I think it's just adapting that to the difficult venues in the league Ireland. No getting over the line. No matter what, we're getting over the line here tonight. Just keep driving that, saying no, we're not playing great, but we're getting over the line here tonight. No, in the showgrounds, wherever it is, mm. and. Hunky Dory's are road. Uh, it was a Hunky Dory's back yeah, end. Yeah, back end, yeah. So I had on all know them tough venues. It's just getting over the line. And Shakur, get over the line. Whatever you have to do, just. And, and that's, I think that's the mentality. It's going to have to install into these boys. And mm. on pre-season, just drive it on. And just, no matter what, we're getting over the line, getting the points. And well, that, that's, that's I think a, Rovers have done that a lot. That's like, the thing. Rovers, particularly this season, have literally fallen over uh, the line to and, get there. But they've I, done what they need to do. And all the top teams do that. Like, and, and I'm sure Derry have done that in games. But. Some of the games where they just fell up a wee bit short and dropped a couple of points here and there, so it's cost them in the long run. And, and they, we do feel that they do need a number nine mm. that plays to the style that Ray wants and can chip on with them 18, 20 goals. But I'd also be looking one or two on the round that can add goals to the team as well. I'm sure he will be. So it's all promising. No, no, let's, let's not get. No, uh, no, 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 there's loads of promise there at that club. And, uh, it's just keep driving standards wherever it's at the academy and employing more full-time coaches that way and pushing it on there. Getting a new training base and all and those, I know things like this have been talked about. That'll be massive for that mm-hmm. club and, and leave foundations there that are, that are going to keep Derry striving in the future. Hey? I think we're just like, we, we're some parts now on Friday night. I like guess the last mm-hmm. game of the season, the home game as well. Uh, like too, but it's important they finish in second. Having like you were Rovers as nearest uh, challengers the whole time. Very Rovers, uh, really. Pat's creeped on and out of it. You have to finish second, do you? Oh, definitely at home, and 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 the team that's pushing they finish second. So that personal pride has to kick in. That's your that's your competitive nature. What we all spoke about earlier. Um, yeah, that has to be your mentality. Mm. Um. It should, it should, no one should be coming to Derry. And, you know, we, we have enough difficult things with competing with referees and decisions and all. Um, mm. But when you have it in your hands, they finish second against your nearest rivals. You, you put them to sword and go, mm. right, at least that's a platform for next year that we're really driving on. And, and we know we can we can bat our pats at home and, and a big game. Because it is a big game. Like, uh, they may you know, be thinking of the cup final, and that's oh, fair enough. So, yeah. But yeah. it doesn't matter. If you say this is, this is laying down a marker for this next is a, year. This yeah. is a marker that uh, who wants to come with us. This is a big game for us. Have you got the mentality to finish second, or do you want to finish third? Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, that's the question we really put the players. Um, Two players playing for the like, uh, contract. contracts, yeah. Yeah, but it shouldn't take one game to do that. I'm mm. sure Rui's made up his mind, the players that he sees challenging for a league next year. But certainly for me, some Pat shouldn't be coming up to Brandon and turn you over to finish second. Mm. And it would leave more questions for Rory to be answered other than getting them answered by the players. So they have to go out and answer questions that, no, we're, we're going to finish second. We've been the second best team in this league this year and that's, that's what it comes down to. So no, I look forward to the game and, and I'm hoping Darren get the big three so points we'll and finish to, second. We'll have to ask for a prediction now. Yeah, I know. Two one, Derry. Two one, Derry. Yeah. Tight game though. Yeah. Tight game, but I, know, I think it might be a wee bit more comfortable on that because of the, the cup final. Pat's all well, eggs in that basket for them, I think. Uh, it could be. It could be, but for but me, they don't want to. They want to two defeats. Uh, they've been lost to some. Pa- they lost to the overs. Football's not a game where you just turn around. Uh, they don't want to give me a couple of defeats going on their cup final. Uh, I think subconsciously a lot of young boys will be worried about injuries. So you yeah. may have an yeah. argument that yeah. side, but. Yeah. I don't give a count up the lie down like no. um they might get injured no so might be fearful so so well, get I'm not say three 0 anyway. 
He's yep. going 2 0. <laughs> well, you're going 2 1. I'll, 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 I'll just go with a clean sheet, definitely. I'm going to go for a 1 0. I think just, just get the factory, move uh, on. And, uh, but it can be a dominant 1 0 performance. You know, um, you're right. I think you're right. You have to be at it for I next think year. About that. Like, no, as you say, Cup final, two weeks' time, is it? Get on about them. Mm. You know I mean, have we got them characters? Like, get on about them. And they like, hey, I don't You're risking it. You're up here trying to take a point to us. But I would never go to Edinburgh for myself. But I would go to competing and use every advantage that I could. Like, uh, well, I suppose we we could we could wrap it up. We we pour it down. You know, mm. uh, obviously a massive game. Uh, you're you're, you're looking forward to that. Obviously, the, the, it's a big game. ones that you sort of uh, you a, circle on the calendar. Go back. It's, uh, it's a big game for us. Considering we're up there and give such a good account to ourselves. Uh, another day, another, another day. We're before one and one. Like killer. And I don't like casting back the ad like, but. Crossbar post one on one chances. Some are sort of on Saturday, and then we can see three set pieces in 10 or 12 minutes. So we know if they defend set pieces better in this league, not just poured it down or anyone in this league, a lot of set piece goals and mistakes. So I'm looking forward to it. I feel the players are ready for it. And the thing I'm looking at is there's five ahead of us, and we have a game in hand. So it'd be good for us to peg it back and you know, like get a big one, two points behind second place with a game in hand. So I think that's our motivation and the defence set pieces a whole lot better than we did against Welders. But playing playing really well at the minute. And looking at a real goal threat, probably should have far more than one at the weekend and and didn't. So carry that goal threat and defence set pieces better as as a business we're looking for this week. Yeah. That's I know, uh, I know Kevin came on uh, dressed up today. Mm. Yes. It's Halloween. Halloween. Like, you're not, you're not dressing up all right there either. Here, are we Mexican? I'll put up in the house. I might, <laughs> I, might, I might land up. We're training. We're actually up in Shan Dolan's training tonight from right. just getting a quick hour on 67. Um, we usually go 8 to half 9 to Brandywell. So it's a bit lit now. Mm. I understand a couple of players have young kids and that. So we're coming on 67. Might dress up as a Mexican, join in training, you know. <laughs> 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 Definitely not a skinny as a Mexican at the minute, no, but... Just a guapo. Uh, guapo. I had a guapo yesterday, it killed me all day, so no. Uh, I'll get my wee cigar out and dress up as a Mexican. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At some stage, right? Oh, cheers, dear. Thanks for joining us, hey. That was excellent. Thank you. Cheers, folks. We'll be back next week with a wee bit of reaction from the, the Pats game and a sort of summary of the summary season, of the season and then we'll probably have one more after that then a sort of end of season review and that'll be 2023 wrapped up happy days we'd like to thank the children of Greenhall Primary School for the podcast jingle and any city fans out there with anything they want to ask us they can email us simon.collins at dairyjournal.com or myself kevin.mcgohan at dairyjournal.com also keep an eye on social media on twitter at dairyjournal and on Instagram at DairyJournal underscore. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a beat as we follow the fortunes of Dairy City Football Club.